0: Welcome to Take Him With You, episode number forty-one for November eighth, two thousand nine. I'm Rick Moyer. This week we have our winner for the new Stargazer CD, the new TV series V, and more. going to talk about a really cool interview that I got to do along with my son Andrew on the Knights of the Guild podcast. And get this, I've got some great news. I just saved a bunch of money on my my car insurance, yep, by switching to Geico. No kidding. I'll tell you all about it. Does it really only take 15 minutes? Stick around. Hi, this is Rick Moyer, and I've got a brand new CD out to watch the stars with, It's called Stargazer. Take a listen to some of the songs.
1: Three, two, one, zero. Launch, commit, liftoff. We have liftoff with Apollo 14. Three minutes past the hour.
0: this 13-track CD or download it at TakeHimWithYou.com Stargazer. Stargazer, a collection of songs to watch the stars with. Get your copy today. And now that the uh, CD is available for download and purchase, it seems to be going well. It's really interesting, though. I won't really know how many people have actually downloaded the uh, CD um, for quite some time because it takes about three to four weeks to let... Um, the artists know on iTunes um, how much business they're getting. Interesting, though, uh, now if you go over to iTunes and you write in Rick Moyer, you'll get the Take Him With You podcast or the Stargazer CD. If you click on this Stargazer little um, planet thing, It'll take you to the tracks, and now that people are starting to download, it'll show you which tracks are most popular, and uh, that's kind of cool to watch. So I know somebody's downloading it. I just don't know how many. Um, As I said on the last couple of programs, we were doing a contest, and if you sent an email in letting us know or letting me know um, particular information, and that was uh, what date were the astronauts um, orbiting the moon um, on the track – or actually you had to find it on the track of the uh of the Stargazer CD it was actually on Lunar Sunrise and uh we did have a winner yay our winner is Jamie uh Jamie you won I'm going to uh, be getting a hold of you and getting your address so I can send you the uh Stargazer CD uh Jamie answered with the Apollo 8 astronauts were orbiting the moon on Christmas Eve December 24th 1968 um uh, they made sure to say that they were a baby also <laughs> on the Lunar Sunrise soundtrack and I uh, really enjoyed the making of the Stargazer podcast. Cool. Thanks so much Jamie. You won. I'm sending you the CD. So I'll get a hold of you. Congratulations. And if you stick around to the very end of this podcast. Now don't go fast forwarding. That wouldn't be nice. But if you stick around, somewhere when I play the promos at the end of the podcast, somewhere in there will be another opportunity to win a Stargazer CD. See, if you already got it or you already downloaded it, you could always win one and give it to a relative for Christmas. These make great Christmas gifts, by the way. The physical CDs are really cool. uh, But you can, of course, download them on iTunes and everything. You just search for Rick Moyer. Stargazer, and it'll take you right to the page, and you can download it right there. And the album is $9.99 if you download it. It's $12.97 if you buy the actual CD, because you know what it costs to make the CDs. And then they ship it right to your door if you go to um, cdbaby.com. Actually, if you just go to the Stargazer website, it tells you all that. And that's at takehimwithyou.com slash Stargazer now do me a favor and spread this all around because it goes it it goes through all sorts of different walks of life. everybody will really enjoy this c d it's instrumental it's really cool it's electronic you've heard a bunch of uh the the um uh, examples here on the podcast so you kind of know what's on it. I would really appreciate it if you would just pass that on to your friends, get people to download it and buy it. It's really not that expensive, and it really helps our family out. And it will ensure that we get a part two, because uh, I, I, I'm i actually starting on a second one. This is a little bit different in content, but I'm, I'm not going to reveal it yet. All, all I have to say is that you're if you like Stargazer, you're really going to like the next project. But... Uh, I got to be able to uh, fund that. So, uh, you know, tell everybody about it and uh, download the CD today. If you haven't got it already, you'll really, really enjoy it. So congratulations, Jamie. So cool that um, your name was picked out of all the people that answered. So there you go. All right. What's happening at Rick's house? This week has been a very, very busy week. We've been uh, celebrating birthdays and building computers and putting on software and all that jazz. And so it's been kind of a busy, busy week and uh, exciting all at the same time. You know when you build a computer, you have all sorts of boxes left over? Did you realize that? You know, you get them from Dell or something like that. It comes with, like, two boxes. You, You build them yourself and everything comes in a box. The motherboard, the CPU, the RAM, the keyboard, the... The case, the power supply, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So anyway, I have tons of boxes. And of course, my living room was scattered with them. And my wife wasn't too happy about that with it being her birthday and everything. She wanted for her birthday to have all the boxes cleaned up. And so faithfully, um, right before her birthday, um, before it turned midnight, I went ahead and cleaned up all the boxes so my wife would be happy. That's a good thing. By the way, you guys that are married, make your wife happy. That's a, a good thing. It makes everybody happy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we don't want to live in a in a room full of cardboard boxes. I get in trouble for that. I don't know why. I don't understand why. Why she would not like that. I don't know. Anyway, lots of things going on around our house. Um, I got to record another parody song for the Treks and Sci Fi podcast. Rico Dosti is. Uh, he's the first one that I ever listened to when I got my iPod years ago. I started three years ago or so. I started listening to the Treks and Sci Fi podcast really enjoyed it. It was so cool. Podcasting is such a neat thing because it's it's digital audio on demand and you can you can get it anytime you want it. And and there's so many different things out there you can download for free. And I love that about iTunes is you can go over to the podcast section and download thousands and thousands of podcasts for free. How cool is that? Well, anyway, I started off with uh, Rico Dostes, and then as I began to um, listen to his program, he had asked for listeners to send in comments. So I learned how to use the computer to record and do some things and started sending some things in, and then I started doing some parody songs, and um, and then now I've got a whole bunch, and you can hear all of my parody songs for free over at com slash parody, P-A-R-O-D-Y, and uh, I put all of them on there. And they're all about Star Trek episodes or or Alien or Buck Rogers. And I got a bunch of stuff on there like that. There's even some Christmas music. And uh, I did a Merry Trekmas CD that's um, that's uh, available now uh, for free. Actually, it's all on download. So you can go check that out. Just head on to the parody site. Click on Merry Trekmas. And if you like uh, Star Trek and stuff like that, you'll get a kick out of the Trekmas CD. It's very funny. Um, anyway, I did a brand new one for Rico. He was doing uh, reviewing different episodes of Star Trek, and he did the Next Generation episode called Chain of Command, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but uh, the episode is where Captain Picard is replaced by Captain Jellicoe and Picard goes on a a mission with uh, Crusher and Worf and they go and uh try look for metagenic weapons and anyway it's it's a, it's a great episode and I wrote a song to the tune of Smoking in the Boys Room called Elephants in the Ready Room and so go over to christrocks.com/parody and if you know anything about that episode at all you'll get a huge kick out of this the song um Elephants in the Ready Room so that's what we that's what I did this week That took a uh, well, a few hours to do the parody. It always does. Uh, let's see what else is going. On? Oh, I'm so excited and jazzed about um, the new series called V. Now, when I was a kid, they had um, they had a show, a, a couple of movies, and then a, a series called V, and it was all about these visitors that came from outer space. And it was for the time, you know, people think it was cheesy, but now I I watched some reruns of it on on the Sci Fi Channel. It was pretty cool and they did a great job and it was an interesting commentary on on the our social aspect of of life and what can happen when people get paranoid and propaganda and all these different things great great series and and really interesting well they did a remake i believe on abc uh called v and it's um it premiered this week and uh, and will be showing for i think it shows for a month and then they take a break and come back But uh, I'll let you know what I think of it after I've got a couple episodes under my belt. I'm just very excited about it being on because it was such a big show when I was a kid. I loved it. And I'm so excited that they redid it. And it'll be interesting to see how they reimagined it. If they reimagined or they go with the same plot line, I don't know what they're going to do. Like I said, I don't want to comment on it yet because I just want to say it's coming out. So watch it if you get a chance to. And then I'll catch you up to speed on what I thought about it here in a couple of weeks after we've seen a few episodes. So, don't miss that. My geeky friends, V. Oh, another cool thing that happened at our house this week. Um, Andrew and I, my son, my middle son Andrew, uh, got interviewed by Jenny and Kenny over at the Knights of the Guild uh, podcast. And we're on, uh, I believe, episode number nine, part two. So, if you want to hear the interview with uh, Andrew and I, you can click on over there to uh, knightsoftheguild.com and download their um, their episode, uh, episode number nine, part two. Andrew and I talk about um, how we found out about the Guild uh, web series and all this different stuff, and, and it's really interesting. It was fun to get Andrew to do a, a uh, an interview. He doesn't like to do those very often, but uh, I got him to do it, so it was really fun. And Kenny and Jenny are so funny and such great hosts, so we had a great time being interviewed by them. You'll have to check that out. Last but not least, okay, I don't know about you, and, and I don't know how old you are because there's so many different types of listeners that listen to taking With You, but uh, I have um, what, one, two, th- we have four cars in our family, and all of them need insurance. Of course, we live in the state of Washington that requires drivers to have at least liability insurance. And Uh, We, you know, when we're watching TV and stuff like we just saw this hilarious ad. Geico is really, really good at their advertising campaign. And finally, you know, our, our insurance rates have kept rising and rising. We've never been in an accident, never been pulled over, nothing like that going on. But our insurance just keeps going sky high and it's expensive. It starts to get really expensive for the kids and for us and it's just not very cool. So I went ahead and I finally called Geico and they said 15 Minutes or less could save you a bundle on car insurance. Well, I'm here to say that it was a little longer than 15 minutes, but after going through the guy, talking with him, and going through all our policy stuff and looking at stuff and getting comparable rates to the place we were at before, I actually saved $70 a month. Yeah, and, and and pretty soon it'll be even more. So, uh, you know, it was worth the phone call. So, uh, you know, they're not lying. Of course, it did take about 20 minutes, and then I actually... Um switched my house insurance over to them, too. They they do that as well, and I did not know that. I was not familiar with that. That, of course, took much longer. I don't know why, but it wasn't 15 minutes, but it did. It saved me a little bit of money by going with the, with the home insurance, too, but I thought that was really interesting. Um, GEICO, is, they are very, very friendly and very easy to work with, and I love the fact—here's what I love the most about them— they do everything online. So, I mean, most places do, but this this in particular is very user-friendly. They had a quote to me right on my email as soon as I was talking with them. We worked through I I looked at the policies. They have a, a place that you can do all their stuff on online, and I love that. See, anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, I don't have to wait for somebody to come into their office. It's all available to me right online. I can change things around, do all that stuff. That in today's world is so important and that they won my business. So now, let's hope I don't have to ever use the insurance. But if I do, I understand they have a 97% uh customer satisfaction thing. So boy, you know, I don't know how much you're paying for insurance every month, but uh one of my kids is saving almost $50 a month on his policy, which you know, you can't sneeze at that. That's pretty cool. So anyway, thought I'd let you know that it really is true and it was good news. I saved a bundle by switching to Geico. <laughs> yeah. And no, no, this wasn't an advertisement for them. I don't get any money from them for talking about them on my podcast. I just thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Well, it's time once again for Words of Wisdom on Take With You. Today we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 8, verses one 1- 11. And here's what it has to say from the Message Bible. Do you hear Lady Wisdom calling? Can you hear her Madam Insight raising her voice? She's taken her stand at First and Main, at the busiest intersection. Right in the city square, where the traffic is thickest, she shouts, You, I'm talking to all of you, everyone out here on the streets. Listen, you idiots, learn good sense. You blockheads, shape up. Don't miss a word of this. I'm telling you how to live well. I'm telling you how to live at your best. My mouth chews and savors and relishes truth. I can't stand the taste of evil. You'll only hear true and right words from my mouth. Not one syllable will be twisted or skewed. You'll recognize this as true, you with open minds. Truth-ready minds will see it at once. Prefer my life disciplines over chasing after money. God knowledge over lucrative career for wisdom is better than all the trappings of wealth nothing you could wish for holds a candle to her and that's your words of wisdom on Take Him With You Proverbs chapter 8 from the Message Bible Well it's time once again for Food for Thought on Take Him With You I'm Rick Moyer we're already on part two of a tank full of thankful and this week is how to keep your tank full of thankful there you know last week we talked about why it was important to be thankful in our lives and kind of dovetailed with our last in the series of the zombie series when we talked about what good does complaining do really this month of november what i'm trying to do is talk about how to keep a positive attitude and be grateful and have gratitude in our lives you know grateful people have a better life they really do I don't know if you know anybody or maybe you've even experienced this. The more um negative we are, the more, you know, poor, mean pity parties we have and stuff like that. Really the the harder life is and it's really no joy. But I don't think that we were created to live miserable lives. I think we were made to, to enjoy life. Now that's not not meaning that life is always easy, but I do think that our attitude has a major role in how we live our lives and if we're gonna be, you know, people that enjoy life or not. I mean, wouldn't you much rather enjoy life than not? Yeah, I would. There's so many different aspects of that. You know, I was thinking um I do I do that little uh impromptu thing on Facebook every Facebook and Twitter. I always do a a, a question on Mondays while I'm eating lunch. I put it out there to everybody, and then I use it on the program because I want to do this podcast more interactive. I wish that there was a way that everybody could have a microphone and we could just sit and talk and do the program that way because I'd love to hear what you have to say. That's why I put out some shout-outs for some audio comments. but uh, Of course and alas, um, I didn't get any audio comments this week from anybody, but I did get a couple of emails and uh, about 17 comments on how people stay thankful and I'm going to share those with you today because they're very, very good. I think that's going to be the bulk of our program uh, or the program today because it was so good. Some of the things people had to say were just so insightful and so good. And I think it'll help everybody to understand um, how to stay thankful. Uh, you know, the power of Facebook and Twitter, you know, some some people don't even understand and they they underestimate it. Just the other night I was sitting eating dinner and I was going through some stuff and I just posted this thing. I I posted a silly question, mayo or Miracle Whip? That's all I said. I got almost a hundred comments from people all around the world talking about what they like better, Miracle Whip or mayonnaise. It was hilarious. If you want to check it out, you got to go over to my my uh, Facebook page and check it out. It's it's uh, Facebook.com/slash and then just search for the mayo and the, the other one. I did chocolate or vanilla and got forty some comments. It's it's hilarious, you know. You do that kind of stuff, and I do it on purpose so that I can uh, I enjoy hearing from my friends, and so I can kind of gauge, you know, how many people like this or how many people like that, and so on and so forth. And it's really cool to get like instant feedback, so that's very cool. So what I posed on this particular subject was, how do you stay thankful? And I got all sorts of answers. I'm going to go to Twitter first because um, my friend Daryl wrote, um, it's my nature to be thankful for at any moment all that we have could be gone. And I thought that was a very, very interesting way to think about being thankful. You know, we really, you know, in America, at least in the United States of America, uh, several statistics say that most people are one paycheck away from, you know, from having everything be destroyed. In their lives, you know, having their credit get messed up and their mortgage could be messed up, so on and so forth, probably the reality of that is more like you know two or three months from that because there's you know ways to work on that, but the fact is daryl's very true um at any moment, any of us could lose everything, and we you know there's no guarantees in life. The only guarantees we have is that that someday we'll die. <laughs> you know and and uh, that's really the only guarantee that we have there's you know what they say death and taxes that's the only guarantee we have but the, but the truth of the matter is you know as as a believer I'm a, a believer in God I think there's some more things that we can be sure of and if we have a relationship with God well then I know that if if we pass away today if the you know got hit by a meteor or the or by a truck or something like that and we died if you're a believer I believe instantly you you'd be with God and that's that's not a bad thing. I mean, who you know, you don't want to lose your life or anything like that. But I mean, the consolation is if you do, you're going to be with God, which is a really cool thing as far as that's my take on it. Not everybody believes that I do. And that's, you know, one of the reasons that I serve God and I have faith in God is is that's one of the reasons is that I know that he'll take care of me when this life is over. Now, I also believe that God takes care of us while we're in this life, too. And so it's important to be thankful all the time. And thankful people just play nicer people. I don't know about you, but I've run into some people that are very negative. And you notice that they're not really thankful for anything. They'll complain about everything. I remember one time dealing with this guy that um, abused people. And he was just, you know, he appeared to be very charismatic and everybody loved him and all this stuff. But behind the scenes, he wasn't a very nice guy. And he he was really out for himself. He's one of those uh, narcissist guys. That uh, cared all about himself. And I'll never forget um, when we had to deal with some some issues with him um, and had to let him go from this particular position. um, I'll never forget some a professional person saying to me, you know, you could have offered this guy a million dollars and he would have complained about the envelope that it came in. And that's the kind of you know, see this is the kind of people i 'm talking about they you run into people that there's something wrong with everything and they're always negative and blah 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 they're just not thankful people they're selfish and selfish people are usually negative people they never can get enough it's never enough. I remember when when my kids were small, we would go through Walmart and they would start having the Having the um, the envies, and they'd want everything. They'd want this, and they'd want that. And they might have just got a really cool thing the day before. Or we might have just gone on a trip or something. And and I started singing this song. It's never enough. And I just I would do this silly song called "It's Never Enough." And we we laugh about it to this day because it really is true. Left alone to our own devices, nothing ever really satisfies. We want more. We just want more, 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 more. And greedy people really are not very thankful people. I wrote about it in my newsletter about this experience that I had in Mexico when we were on a mission trip in Mexico and taking a bunch of teenagers across the border, and we were staying in this little um, town or this little village that uh, you know most of the people made, what, tw- maybe 20 maybe $30 a month. That's it. And yet they were very rich in spirit. They weren't rich in the natural, but they were very thankful people. And I realized here we were these bossy Americans coming down there to teach them something about God. And what really happened is we were humbled and we were taught all about God through their lives because they cared more about people than they did about things. They were thankful and grateful people and they were grateful for the things they had. Even if the things they had, we would go, Oh, those are, that's just garbage. That's just not even good. You know, I mean, they have this one place I went, the the guy showed me his house. It was no bigger than the shed I have in my backyard and And he had you know used furniture that I would never put in my house and 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 they lived in two rooms that was all that was in the house and and everything was you know it was just it it was it wasn't up to the, my standards of living yet he was so excited about it he was grateful for what he did have, but you know what he loved his family, he cared about his kids, he was very gracious, he was a thankful person and i was I was shamed that day when I met him and when I realized. I am so selfish, and I am so ungrateful, and I am so unthankful for what I do have. You know, this guy, he had his priorities straight. People were more important than things. And I'm telling you, that is just, it's a lesson we all need to learn because it makes you look at life differently. So, yeah, pretty interesting, I thought. So, kind of changed my perspective on things. Well, let me go to my actual question on Facebook. I, I wrote, how do you stay thankful? and uh, michelle answered i stay thankful by remembering all the blessings that god has given me in my life that's what i talked about last week remember your homework was to write down the things that you're that you are blessed with what are the things that are you're thankful for write that down and put that list up somewhere because that really prompts you to remember that really helps you to stay thankful and stay focused in life when you know what you're thankful for the blessings that god has given us so great answer Michelle. I thought that was excellent. And I hope everybody did their homework. If you haven't, do it. Write down the things that you're thankful for. Remember I talked about my counselor sharing with me before I got out of bed in the morning, especially when you're going through really rough stuff. Count 10 things that you're thankful for before your feet hit the ground. And I'll tell you what, that's just that's just awesome. The other morning, it was Amy's birthday and uh you know how you wake up and and sometimes you're just sitting there and you're just kind of contemplating things before you get out of bed because it's warm and safe and everything. And I remember uh, Amy uh, whispered in my ear, she said, are you awake? And I said, yeah. And we started talking and um, there's some heavy things going on in our lives and some, you know, some life things that we're going to have to figure out and and changes that we have to make. And it happens in everybody's life. But uh, anyway, she said, you know, can we pray? And and she, she just grabbed my hand and we started to pray and And we just took things before God, you know, and and talked with him. And we were thankful for some things. And we asked for some help in other areas. And it was just a really cool thing. You know, that really helps. That really helped our day. It really made our day start out really nice. And Amy had a really good birthday. and We had a lot of good times. And we're just so grateful for our family and and our friends. And and it's, it's just exciting to live life that way. It's so much better than being negative and saying, woe is me and everything's this way and it's too expensive and blah, blah, blah. You know what? It's just so much better to look at life from a from a good perspective. Denise says, um, I have a heart of thanksgiving. And, you know, this is a really interesting thing, too. Um, I've told this story before. You've heard this before, but I, I have this one CD that has all these different songs about being thankful on it. It's a bunch of scriptures put to music. I should play you part of it. Well, anyway, uh, one day I was remodeling our home, uh, not the one we're in now, but the one we were in a couple couple of homes before this, and I was working with a friend, and all day we'd been listening to the CD of of music with scripture in it. And uh, I wasn't able to get this one piece of sheetrock into place. And my friend Eddie said to me, just hit it. So I took my hammer and I hit it as hard as I could. And I uh, it started to fall, so I put my hand up to catch it. And as hard as I could, I hit the end of my thumb with a hammer. And I broke it. Not the hammer, by the way, my finger or my thumb. And I'll tell you what, that, I mean, he heard it snap. And it was a, not a good, the only bone I've ever broken in that, well, there it was. Oh, Ouch. Trust me, it hurt really bad. But, you know, in, instead of screaming obscenities, which I probably would have and most people would have. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure that happens from time to time to everybody. Uh, but instead of screaming obscenities, I just stopped for a moment. And we had been listening to this this song all day. I just love one of the songs in particular. And uh, I just, you know, I just thought, you know, it could have been worse. I could have cut my finger off. <laughs> you know, I went and got some ice and dipped my my thumb in the ice. Then I ended up going to the hospital and getting the the nail you know drilled so that it would take the pressure off and it it smarted it hurt pretty bad. There was nothing they could do. They could put it in a cast or anything, but the, but uh, I think that because I had a heart full of Thanksgiving, and I'm not talking about turkey and stuffing. <laughs> I'm talking about I was a thankful person I was thankful and grateful for my life and for my family and my friends and the people around me and and the fact that, that I was serving God I think it really helped my perspective and it made a very miserable situation much better here's the song that I was listening to I think you guys will get a kick out of this I'll be back to share more in just a moment
1: It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name Most high. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name Most high.
0: cool song very 80s of course that's you know me that's uh, i think i think i was experiencing more of my you know my my relationship with god and my faith was becoming real so much during that time the in the late 80s and the early 90s that uh, a lot of the music and stuff that influenced me came from that point in time. So, anyway, I hope you really enjoyed that song. And like I say, it really helped me. Here, I was suffering. I had my my finger, my thumb broken, and yet I didn't scream um, obscenities. You know, you really find out what's in the side of your heart when you get into a tough situation or where you're when you're hurting. You know, I've used this example before too, but I, I, I when I've spoken live, I've, I've, I've taken a, a cup and I, like a coffee cup, and I said, "What's in this cup?" and, and people will try to guess. You know, all sorts of different things. To say, well, you really don't know what's in this cup until we shake it up, and then I'll shake it up a little bit, and stuff will start to come out of over the top. Sometimes it's water. You don't really know what's inside of something until it gets shaken up, and that's us. You know, and I think sometimes if we will. Try to to be a little more thankful in life. When we do go through some rough times, um, bitterness won't come out, and gross stuff and and hate and all this stuff that can can flow out of people's hearts when they get in trouble or they get hurt, or or something happens to them, catastrophe happens, you know, sudden weird stuff happens. Um, instead of a lot of yucky stuff coming out of the heart, um, sometimes good things can come out because if you're a thankful person, just a just a little observation. Okay, let's see what else. Um, I love this one. Um, I remember the small things, Hillary says. They are they are small to us, but to most of the world, they would be a wonderful luxury. And she's totally right. That's excellent, Hillary. I I think that when you start to remember the little things like running water, when you start to remember the little things like heat, (laughs) you start to remember the little things like, you know, stuff that we take for granted that most of the world doesn't have then you really start to get a better perspective on being thankful. That's very, very good. Alan writes in, and this is really a good one. He says, okay, no jokes on this one because I see too many people around that aren't thankful at all. For me, the way to stay thankful for what you have is to give what you have away to those who don't. If you have health, visit those who don't. If you have money, give to those in need. If you have food, invite a single parent and their kids to dinner. You get the idea by sharing what you've been get, what's been given to you. You come to appreciate it more and be thankful for it. That is just that's so good. Then he says, everyone has something they can give, even in poor health and in poverty. Give of your time and your praise. Give of your words and your heart. That is so, so true. Alan, right on. You get. I applaud you. That's fantastic. And that's really what I want to talk about today because I think that's really a key to being thankful. Um, down uh, a little further in, um, Natalie writes in from England, and she says, by not being greedy. And, and uh, Julie writes in, and she's a nurse, and she takes care of people in the cancer ward. And she says, by taking care of people with cancer, that's how she stays thankful. That you know, by by not being greedy. That's how Natalie stays thankful. Alan hits it right on the head. Give of what you have, and you become a thankful person. Greedy people are not thankful people. They're just t- too concerned about what they do with their stuff they have, and when stuff becomes more important than people that's when we're in trouble. And I don't know about you, but I I often have to watch it because I love gadgets and gizmos, and when my stuff becomes more important than my family or more important than my friends or more important than my neighbors, then I have a problem on my hands, and I'm not a grateful person. Because after all, in the end, we don't take anything with us, folks. I mean, they may bury us with something in our casket, but guess what? It rots with the rest of us. It really does. You can't take any—you don't come in with anything, and you don't go out with anything. The only thing you can come in with is your life. The only thing you can go out with is eternal life. So I think that's really a key— about stuff and how it has a hold on us, being grateful and thankful means to be a giving person. Now you may not be used to that, maybe you think that's really weird giving stuff away, but you know what everybody has something you can give. I love how Alan put it you you can you know if you don't have money to give, then give of your time you everybody has time we all have the same amount of time in a day. how we choose to spend it is really up to us, isn't it and maybe you don't maybe you don't have time. Maybe you can maybe you can write a note or 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 say some good things about someone or encourage someone. Boy, you know you do that and guess what? You will become a, a thankful person. We're here to encourage folks. That's what our whole reason for being is: is to is to serve God and to and to help people out. And you know, you do that. And as I've I've said it many times before, the water boy never goes thirsty. You know, on the football teams, the guy giving out the Gatorade has total access to all the Gatorade. If you are a person that gives to people, guess what? God will take care of you because you give that's how it works. Now this isn't on finances and the, this program isn't on on giving, but it, but it is on being thankful. And one of the keys to being thankful is been brought up by many people on this little Facebook quiz or or impromptu question, how do you stay thankful by being a giver, giving care, giving wealth, giving encouragement, giving time. That makes a person very thankful. And really, you know, even if you're not a person that has faith in God, this This really goes across the board if you're if you're a giving person, people that give a lot and not just their money but their time, and they you know they help out their fellow human being they're just happier people all the way around it's just it's how it is folks that are stingy, folks that are greedy, folks that care about themselves only are not very happy people they really aren't, and so um you know again, keeping our tank full of thankful. Means that we we could try giving a little bit. I know that my wife and I do something. We set aside a certain amount, a certain percentage of the money that we get every month, and we, you know, I won't, I don't have to tell you what it is, but but I can say that we take a, a percentage, and we designate that that we're going to give away, no matter what, even if the if it's tight, even if it's hard, um, we just do it because we realize that there are people in the world that are worse off than we are and it's not always you know and sometimes we give money to people or or to causes or you know different things like that but for the most part we just pray and we ask god you know where do you want us to give and then we do it that way and it's important i think it's important to do that not only does it um, help other people but it puts into perspective our own lives and what we're here for you know, I mean, yeah, certainly could Amy and I take the money that we give uh, every month away and make a payment on something or have, you know, have something for ourselves. Sure, we could. And but that's not how we live our lives. We haven't lived that way for 20 ever since we've been married. Twenty four years. We have um, taken a certain percentage of our money and get, that we get every month and given it away. Um, not so I'm not tooting my horn here so you can go, wow, he's so spiritual. No. That's not what it is. I just know that if I let the money have me, I'm sunk. And then life doesn't have the same meaning. But if I can use the money to help someone, and, uh, you know, I just believe in in being a giver because it keeps my perspective in thankful mode. There's always somebody out there that's worse off than us. And if I can, uh, you know, some people think we're crazy, especially the way we're living now with the uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not on full time at a at a business or a on a staff anywhere, or I'm not leading a group of people, and I'm not getting a salary that way. You know, we depend on what comes in on the podcast, and that certainly has been a whole lot less than what I got before. You know, for many many years, I had a good salary, and you know, had everything taken care of, and now it's it's not easy. But we still, even even in this situation, we still take a certain percentage, and we give it away, because we know there's somebody out there that's got it worse off than we do. And we want to bless people. We want to help people. And it keeps our perspective correct so that we don't get full of ourselves, so we don't get greedy and nasty. So there you go. Uh, I'm just saying, for us, it really works. And I hope that you think about it as well. Uh, Here's another one. Uh, Megan says, I look at my children and husband and my wonderful extended family and know God has blessed me so much with them that I can't be anything but thankful. That's a really good point. You know, look around, you know, even in situations where you're having problems with family or or a, your job or whatever, there's always some people around you that you can be very thankful about or you just look at the life that you have and and be grateful for that. Uh Josh says by comparing my life to the life it could be if I lived in a third world country or a one parent home or something else that uh someone something else that is not well off for the lack of better term than my life now, and by trying not to compare my life with those more well-off than mine. Boy, that's another one. Um, You know, That's great, Josh. Thank you, and thank you, Megan, for your comment too. Josh, what you've hit on there is really good. Sometimes we're not very thankful because we envy those that have more than us. Envy is a very, very powerful and nasty thing that can happen in our lives. When we look around and we say, well, they have this and they have that, you know, that gets uh, that gets messy really quick. I I remember um, I remember some people we were on the Treks and sci-fi forum and I, I can't remember what it was. Somebody got this collectible cool item and and somebody was like being real down about it because I can't remember how it all worked out. But anyway, um, at first I was like, oh, I wish I could have that. And then I thought, wait a minute. I'm really happy that they can get that particular item because it really brings a lot of joy to them. They really enjoy that, and I think that's really cool. They're in a situation where they can afford that. So why would I be envious, and why would I be upset with them over having something they really enjoy? You know, that made me be—I I just looked around and said, you know, I'm thankful for what I have. Why shouldn't I be thankful for what they have? And it really changed my perspective. You know, on the other hand, I I saw some people writing and, and thinking— I don't know what they were thinking, but, you know, a lot of times we can think, well, gosh, that person, they don't deserve that. They don't do this or they don't do that. How can they have that and not me? You know, you live your life that way, and you're not a very thankful person, and your, your tank full of thankful is getting low. So it's just good to count our blessings and realize, you know, well, you know what it really is? It's good not to compare ourselves with anyone. It's just <laughs> simply live our lives, be grateful for what we do have. And then if if there's something we really want, then let, make a goal. Make a make a plan to get that as long as it, it's within your means. And, you know, don't stress yourself out over having stuff that you really don't need. But uh, I think it's really important that we continue to be thankful. Great comment, Josh. Kara um, says, "I hel- I help and feed the hungry and homeless every Saturday. And inside I cry every time because I want to do so much for them or more for them. But I remember how thankful I am to have the food... Um, had the roof over my head, and for my beautiful three girls and my cool neighbor uh, that I just got this last week. Life is great if you look at the positive side of life, and let me click the read more, and not the negatives. I haven't been as happy as I am now in a very long time, and I'm loving all the blessings the Lord has given me and my family. That's a great, great comment, Kara. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's really true. You know, you go and volunteer at a homeless shelter, and you get a different perspective on life. You go feed the hungry, and you get a different perspective on life. You know, um, we have, in our town we have people that stand by the roadside and beg. Uh, you know, they'll have the cardboard signs and all the stuff, and they'll say, you know, help me out and down on my luck, or I'm not lying, I just want a beer. You know, um, I learned a long time ago that you that you really shouldn't unless you unless you know that God has spoken to you strongly, you never should give money to somebody on the street corner. And the reason being, after working, I used to work at a homeless shelter. Um, a lot of people just go buy drugs or go get wasted, and they just further their spiral of life into yuckiness. What I have found, or what I what I realize now, is that you can, if you really care about somebody, take some time, go talk to them, see if they want a sandwich, or if, if you can take them to dinner, or see if they need a coat, Go buy them a coat or shoes or something like that. Don't uh, don't give them money, Uh, but give them. You can give them stuff. You can go talk to them. See, I think a relationship with somebody they might be a little scary, and you probably should do it with a couple people with you. Uh, Sometimes, not every time, but uh, uh, you know, just be wise about how you help people out, because sometimes people are uh, obviously a lot of people are out to scam people. You know, in Seattle, I know some people that make more money than I do a month. Um, doing something legitimate, they sit on the corner and beg for for money, and they make they live in a nice apartment and all this stuff. You know, not everybody that says they're homeless is homeless. In fact, very few are. So you know, you kind of have to look at it that way. But you know, if you really want to be a giver and you want to help people out, just do it. Do it with some wisdom, but it does help your perspective, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Uh, Evelyn says, by looking at my son, I stay thankful, and that's really true. You know. Um, Someday I should have her share her story. She has a great story of of how God blessed her with a son, and she's so grateful for that, and that just makes her a thankful person, which is really cool. Um, Wendell says, Some days it's extremely difficult. I realize that I could have died from my recent uh, infection or the amputation. I don't mean to sound like a whiner about it. Some days when I'm looking at what remains of my leg, it's extremely difficult to stay thankful. Sure. You know, when we go through rough times, it's hard. That's my friend Wendell that I talked about a couple of podcasts ago. Uh, but, you know, he's he's kept a really good attitude. But, of course, we are all going to go through times when we feel sorry for ourselves. And that's normal. We just don't want to stay there, you know. Uh, it, it's okay sometimes to feel bad or to or to, you know, reflect on what's gone on. Just don't stay there. You know, you stay there and it can get really nasty really fast. Nasty must be the word this week. But uh, anyway, sometimes it's hard to stay thankful when you you think of the hard things. I know for me, it's hard sometimes. I think about where I used to be employed, and i used to, I used to really, really love my job um, when I was pastoring and speaking in front of people and being creative, and I loved it. I really loved it. It was something I really enjoyed doing more than anything I've ever done. I, I loved it, uh, and then things didn't work out, you know, and and uh, I was crushed, you know, and I felt very rejected and. Some bad stuff happened in the interim, and it was just very difficult. But all that to say, sometimes I can look at that and I can feel bad, and I I miss it, and I feel sorry for myself, and then I'm not very thankful. But then I start to go, wait a minute, I want to think about the good times that I had there. And, and I start to think about the good things that happened and the lives that were touched and the, the creative things I got to do in the in that situation. And then I, I take on a more thankful attitude. And then I just think about how God has opened up the doors for me to reach all around the world with a, a message of hope and much bigger audience than I ever spoke to before. It's just different. And, you know, uh, what we found is that change can lead to things better in our lives. And we need to look at it that way. So... I do, at least. So thank you, Wendell, for your comment. Diana says, It's a choice like praise and worship. Yada means thankfulness and praise in the midst of our circumstances. It is not an easy thing. And um, I know Diana. Uh, she's a friend of our family, and she she loves God, and she's, she's hit it on the head there. Really, it is a choice whether we're thankful or not, and I think that's really, really true. Sherry says, I've been trying to keep a blessing journal in which I write down things I can be grateful for. Then later when I'm down, I can go back and look at them and be reminded of things I might've forgotten. What a brilliant idea, Sherry. That is so good. How many of us actually write down the good things that happened to us? Not very many of us. In fact, uh, we may have something really good happen. I don't know if you're like this or not, but I can have something really good happen and four days later, forget it. I mean, I, I remember it if somebody reminds me, but, uh, I forget it. We remember the bad things far easier than we do the good things. And so it's so good if you can. If you're somebody that writes things down, write them down. Write down your blessings. What a great idea, Sherry, to keep a little journal. That is just fantastic. Great, great suggestion. And I think that's cool that you do that. Uh, Christine says, um, I try to practice... Um, gratitude on a regular basis But when things get difficult or I get stressed out I forget Considering that I work with low income mentally ill people Every day and I love my work I'm frequently reminded to count my blessings Again Excellent It's true reality is all of us at one time or another Are going to experience a down day Or maybe a down week or maybe a down year Sometimes that happens But we don't want to continue to live there We just need to practice a uh, you know An attitude of gratitude Sean says, um, or no, Tony says, focusing on what is good instead of dwelling on what is wrong. The Lord has helped us through some really complicated times. That is also excellent advice. You know, we can concentrate on all the bad things that are going on, or we can take a moment and look at the good things that are going on. Um, When we concentrate on the good things, the bad things don't seem as bad. It's just that's how we can stay thankful by looking at the positive side of things. Not always as easy, but certainly, certainly you know, it's, it's food for thought. It's something we really should think about. And then last but not least, um, Renee says, as part of my nightly devotions, I list at least three things that I'm thankful for. So she on a, on a nightly basis will list three things that she's thankful for. And that really, really helps. Wow. All of these were great comments and excellent, excellent resources for us to stay thankful in our lives. It's so important. I've got another song I want to play for you today by a band called Petra. This was a really popular song and and uh, it's kind of cool. I, I kind of like it. I, I overplayed it, so it's not as my favorite anymore. But I think you'll enjoy it. This is uh, called "I Have a Thankful Heart" by Petra. I'm taking with you.
1: I have a thankful heart that you have given. Are you be-
0: a band called Petra and the song is I Have a Thankful Heart very popular song again that uh, was a big hit for them kind of fun I hope you enjoyed that listen I've got a couple of more emails that I'd like to read to you on folks that wrote in about why or how they keep their tank full of thankful and uh, they did such a great job on them that I I, I wanted to share them with you Um, this one is from Jose he says uh, so I'm a runner I hate running but I love having run Getting started in the morning, in the cold and the rain, and sometimes even before the sun is up, can be painfully difficult. It's not something that gets better or easier with time. In fact, with age, it gets tougher. But I do it, or at least I try to do it on a regular basis. The reward, besides keeping the love handles at bay and the health benefits, comes to me at the end because always, at the last turn, I see home and I'm thankful. Thankful that I'm coming home to a warm bowl of oatmeal, to the morning embrace of my kids, and to the end of a muscle-burning workout. And then the domino effect hits. I'm reminded that I can run, that my heart still beats, that I'm sucking in the air, and that life is good. It's very good, very good. So it really starts with one thing. I try to find one thing to be grateful for in the morning, and then I'm reminded for another and another, and it becomes easier and easier. I'm not saying I can do this every morning, but when I do, I'm successful at it. My days are happy and filled with positive energy, and I'm a better person for it. That's what I do. Then he says, Thanks for the podcast, Mr. Moyer. Keep up the good work, Jose. Thank you, Jose. That's awesome. And what a great outlook on life. That is just fantastic. It's great. It's always harder to get motivated, but once you get going, I I'm I'm the same way. Once I get going on what I'm, you know, what I'm working on and uh doing something positive like that, it does, it it does. It brings more blessings into our lives it's all a key in getting you know not getting set back so or not getting um sabotaged so you don't actually get out there and, and do that first thing because then the cascade effect is kind of crazy. Thank you for that comment Jose that's awesome. Here's another one this is this is really really good. Um this is from Sue and she says I found that there's always something in my day that reminds me of big blessings whether it's as simple or something life changing. Of course, one of those life changing things Um, has been going on in my family life. Every day I'm reminded of how blessed we all were with relatives' ease of my dad's transplant. Her dad had a kidney transplant. uh, transplant. In the kidney community, every day I see families in uh, the where there's no match. And people who have been on dialysis for years or someone who has no, uh, no one willing to make the sacrifice that's needed for the organ donation. Having been through that so recently, it's so easy to stay thankful. It's the little things that sometimes elude me, things like home, family, pets, food. I think we get caught up in wishing uh, that we what we had was better and don't realize how very blessed we are. When you can adjust your perspective and identify blessings for what they are, thankfulness seems to come naturally. Boy, that's a key. That's really good, Sue. There's a phrase that's been stuck in my head that past few months that really helps me keep perspective. What would life be like if, if it were fair? I can tell you that I don't know because I know that I deserve a lot worse off than I am. So she says, I mean, that's just that's just really, really cool to think about because it's true. What would be life? What would life be like if it were fair? You know, we all say, well, that's not fair. That's not fair. But in reality, you know, we really probably deserve a lot worse than we have. And uh, it's just a blessing in our life that we have something to be uh, excited about and and a life to live. And I think it's really helpful if we keep perspective. I love how she talks about uh, things coming naturally after you change your perspective. When you identify the blessings in your life, then perspective changes. So thank you, Sue, for writing in. Sue and Jose, you are awesome. Thank you for writing a little note there to me. And I'm so glad um, that you did. I think that's really, really, really cool. Thank you. Well, that's going to wrap it up for things. Again, um, it, it, let me say a prayer for you. And uh, next week, hopefully I'll have a few more people that are going to talk about um, why they are grateful. Why are we grateful? And and I think that'll be a really interesting uh, show next week. I think you'll enjoy it from perspective of people that have been through life-changing Things that have happened in their life, and why now they're so thankful that they're still alive and kicking. I think you'll really enjoy that. But let me pray for you right now. Father, I lift up every person listening to this podcast, and I I thank you for them. I thank you, God, for their lives. Lord, all of us need help staying positive. All of us need help going after what you have for us. And all of us, Lord, need help in having a good perspective on life. Lord, we don't want to be people that are always down in the dumps, we don't want to be people that are always complaining. God, would you help us to see those things that we're thankful for? Help us be giving people that we would give of our time and our talents and our treasures, that we would be people that that loved others around us and got more fulfillment out of helping people than getting things. Help us not to be greedy, Lord. And God, help us to look at things from the right perspective, that we might consider that um, no matter where we're at, there's always someone worse off than we are, and we could help them out. So Help us, God, to have that perspective. And God, help us to keep our tank full of thankful. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again so much uh, for for listening to Take Him With You. Amy and I so appreciate it. And listen, if you get a chance, could you help us out? We are, you know, quite honestly, things—we're not making enough money to pay all the bills. So we're going to have to do some different things here pretty soon. Amy's working full-time, and and I'm trying to do the podcast and make enough to be able to pay our bills. And not enough is coming in. We 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 are very thankful for those that are helping out, but we really could use some more help. If you like this podcast... Uh, do me a favor and buy one of the Stargazer CDs or two or three and send them to your neighbors or your friends or whatever. Uh, download them or whatever. But to do that or or make a donation or, or subscribe to our newsletter that we send out every Monday. We would love that and it would really help us out. If everybody, listen, like this last month in October, we had thousands of downloads for the first time. This was amazing. Almost doubled our downloads last month. And that's just, I can't tell you how cool that is. And if every person just gave a little bit, we would have more than enough to pay the bills and keep this coming to you every week. So I'm not going to harp on that, but if you could help, that would be really cool. Head on over to our website, takehimwithyou.com. Click on the donate button or on the newsletter button, whatever you need to do, or just just email me, rick, at takehimwithyou.com. We really appreciate the feedback, too. It really helps us to keep going. Um, I'm going to try to get Amy on the program next week with me. So, uh pray about that one so i can get her on the program she's always fun to have on the program and it'd be really fun you know our biggest downloaded podcast to date is the the one where i talk about how i met amy called hey you're a cool chick you can always get the archive of all the programs they're available on streaming you can listen to them on the web or you can download them off the of itunes but just go to take him with you.com click on the listen now it has all the programs and you can go to itunes and click on that too and get them out so, yeah, thank you so much. Okay, now, during this, I'm going to play, uh, we're going to close the program, then I'm going to play a bunch of promos from my friend's podcast. In the middle of that, you'll have a chance to win another Stargazer CD. So, listen through that. You just don't know when it's going to happen. That's Thanks for joining me. Bless you. I love you. Appreciate you. Have a great day. And never forget to take him with you. Take him with you. Copyright 2009, Boyer Multimedia, LLC. All rights reserved. For more information, visit lawyermultimedia.com.
1: Hello there, my name is Meds. And this is David Frost. You're not David Frost. all right? I mean, this is Mark. And we are the present... Mark. All right, get on with it. Okay. And we're the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. And we like to talk about... Crap. TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999 would you say it's crap some of it really <laughs> especially the British stuff but we were having a podcast about that so let's move up from that unbelievable you can find us at the http colon forward slash forward slash waffleon dot do not smile when I say the word colon I'm not I'm a television junkie and the real world stumps me I got a lot of problems Why don't somebody solve them? Hello, this is... No, I was going to say this is Angela. <laughs> that wouldn't That would be No, because I'm not Angela. <laughs> and I'm not Jen. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not listening to the Anomaly podcast, <laughs> No, you-, you would in fact be listening to Take Him With You with our good buddy Rick. Oh, let's do that, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go, go ahead. Okay. You do it first. Hi, this is Jen. No, no. Just say, hello, this is not Jen. <laughs> and no, this is not Angela. And I say, this is not Jen. Okay. And then you say, you are not listening to the Anomaly podcast. Okay. But when you're done listening to... Yeah, fill in the blank. That works. It's like magic. It, it is. magic. It's funny. Okay. Let's go with it. Okay. Okay. So then I, should I go first then, since I'm not Jen? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, I'm not Jen. And I'm not Angela. And you are not listening to The Anomaly Podcast. You would, in fact, be listening to Take Him With You with our good buddy, Rick. Rick! <laughs> when you're done, please come listen to The Anomaly Podcast at A-N-O-M-A-L-Y <laughs> It was like the best accidental promo. Oh, ever. I know, it's what we're good at. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open-wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast, we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. CHAMP Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. Greetings,
0: Guildies. I'm Kenny. And I'm Jenny. After listening to Take Him With You, why don't you tune in to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the web series, The Guild.
1: Each month, we'll bring you the latest news about the Guild cast, including what projects they're working on and what conventions they'll be attending.
0: Also, we'll be updating
1: you on the current season. We'll talk about some behind-the-scenes fun of Season 2. As well as having
0: cast, crew, and fan interviews.
1: So head over to iTunes and subscribe to Knights of the Guild.
0: Or go to our website for a direct download at knightsoftheguild.podbean.com. (laughs) Zaboo! Okay, if you will email me, rick at takehimwithyou.com, and put in the subject line, Stargazer Rocks. I will put everybody that sends me an email that says that in it in a hat, pull out one of the next podcast, and you could win a free CD. Good evening, everybody. When you aren't listening to Take In With You with the multi-talented Mr. Moyer, then I'd be honored if you could take a few minutes to check out my little show, Happy Times. If you have an iPod Touch or an iPhone, and if you love your applications but are feeling the pinch of the current economic climate, then this is the podcast for you. Each week I'll review a free or cheap application and spend a few minutes gassing on about why I like it or not. Buying apps over the air can be both addictive and expensive,
1: so why not spend a few minutes a week listening to Appy Times and I'll try to separate the wheat from the chaff? Just go to appytimes.podbean.com
0: or search the iTunes store for Appy Times. That's A P P Y T I M E S. So come and share the Appy Times with me. Thank you. The Treks in Sci Fi Podcast
1: stand by to receive our transmission
0: sci-fi entertainment news and commentary i am locutus of borg
1: star trek episode analysis captain of the uss enterprise pokey
0: religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Hi, this is Rick Moyer, and I've got a brand new CD out to watch the stars with. It's called Stargazer. Take a listen to some of the songs.
1: Three, two, one, zero. Launch, commit, liftoff. We have liftoff with Apollo 14. Three minutes past the hour.
0: 13 track cd or download it at take him with stargazer stargazer a collection of songs to watch the stars with get your copy today